Hey everyone, before you start this podcast episode, I just want to say thank you to our sponsors that make it possible. I know we've been gone for over a year, but we are back. We are ready to crush it again. And we got to thank Sharp Philippines being one of our major sponsors. You can level up your viewing experience with Sharp Aquos 4K Android TV. You can watch your favorite movies and series in full HD and built-in Netflix app. Connect and command your TV easily via Google Assistant and Chromecast feature. Sharp Aquos 4K Android TV is your all-in-one entertainment partner, Sharp Be Original. Now, let's check out this brand new podcast episode right here at the Kumu Podcast Studios. Here we go. There are concerns about your state of mind. Okay. Love is patient. Love is kind. Wait a minute. Have you heard some of the stories on this show before? I got cheated on. Do you know who the girl is? His maid. He's kind of like a church boy. Oh my god. The maid just went on top of him and he didn't stop her. Oh yes. Love can also be scandalous. Love can be stupid. And sometimes love just isn't enough. But it's necessary. So let's talk about it. Love, sex, or anything on your mind. I only call him ugly because everyone told me that he was, but for me, he was the best looking guy in the world. This is the podcast that knows no boundaries. Share stories and maybe pick up some great advice. From all around the world, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. And here he is, the ear to all your problems, the Philippine genius, DJ Mo Twister. All right, welcome to the podcast. It is Good Times to Know the Podcast, Season 6, Episode 6, recording on April 6th of 2019. Got that little 666 action going on here today. My name is Mo. It's nice to have you here. This podcast brought to you by Sharp Philippines from the Kumu Podcast Studios. If you want to get on the program, send me a message on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Tell me your name, age, location, what your question is. We'll get you on. Now, this is going to be a pretty long episode, so I want to cut my little intro spiel here. Uh, a little short because, again, some of these calls run a tad bit long tonight. We have a helicopter. She's going to be here for the last two calls. So if you are excited about hearing her on the podcast, of course, she's my wife, so I can just kind of grab her at any time and have her show up. But, you know, if you liked her on the radio show and you know, we've seen her on the podcast many times before in past seasons, well, this is going to be a really good episode for you. And I think I should have her here on the show every now and then just as a kind of a second voice, second opinion, second perspective on some of these calls that we take. So, again, let me get out of here because I want to start the calls as soon as possible. I uh, apologize for uploading this one a tad bit late. It's been a really, really busy week here, and uh, I am just kind of juggling a bunch of shit, which I think I should be able to manage my time a little bit better as the week's you know, go around. So let's get to it. Let's go ahead and start with our first call, which is a good one. Here we go. Next call. 
Let's kick it off with Jonas, who is 37. Jonas is in Cavite, and he is our first caller of the night. Jonas, what's up, man? Yep. Thanks for having me, Mo. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, it's it's uh, just a quick backstory. I actually called way back in season four. Okay, so um, three years ago. Sure. Yeah, I think you had... I remember you had, I was uh, with Bianca and uh, Mara. Yep, so I yeah. I remember that correctly, yeah. So... Yeah, just just a quick backstory. Then when I called, it was actually um, my wife was actually just leaving for Dubai, and uh, the reason why I called you back then was just to ask advice if you know um, having an LDR with with uh, with you know with three kids and and the wife is a good idea. I already know the answer, but what did I say? Uh, yeah, I probably said no, right? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew that. I knew that. Yes, well, yeah. yeah I, I, I think when we hear, there are a couple of acronyms on this show that I'm not a big fan of, and I don't mean this to be offensive to the people who are fall under the category of the acronym. It's I only I'm I, the reason why I, I don't like it is because of the effect they have in with families and all of that stuff. But I understand the necessity, mm -hmm. so I'm sure you know the three letters I'm going to say: O F W. Not a fan. Okay. Now, it doesn't mean mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of the people. I'm not a fan of the fact that it has to happen unless you're single. Because if you're single, then fuck, by all means, fire away, go. And, and I understand. And I, to a certain extent, I'm kind of like an OFW, right? Going to another country for better life, blah, blah, blah. But I brought my family with me. So the other acronym that you know that I'm not a big fan of on the show is LDR because Again, very much related to OFW. The moment you start putting geographical barriers and distance between you and somebody else, the chances of those not working out are very high. So let's go back to season four before we get to your question today. You said you called the show and your wife is going to go abroad. You're going to be in Manila or, or sorry, in this case, Cavite for with your three children. And mm -hmm. you're asking me how to make this successful? Was that was that what it was? Right. I like you know. Um, it, number one, if it was a good idea, and like, what are the chances we could be? You know, we could work it out. Um, if oh. she left, and you know, I feel I, bad. I, I feel bad because I think I I think you're gonna tell me it didn't work out. Exactly. Shit. Sorry, yeah. man. Especially because you got three kids. That's fucked up. Okay, so let's then, let's move to, not today, but if you want as a backstory, what happened, how, how come it didn't work out? Again, and this is going to be a learning moment for a lot of people listening to the show who might be going through the same thing, and I know a lot of people are. So I guess real quickly, take us from season four to tonight. Right. Yeah, don't worry. I'll just make it quick. The, the four years is a... Uh, actually, not you know, not gonna be a long story. But uh, well, just also to to add on to what you said, I completely agree with you know, like how you look at it when in terms of you know trying to get a job abroad if you were not single, right? I yeah. completely agree with yeah. everything yeah. you said. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, just just like to also add to the point, if like if anyone listening is is going through the same thing like uh, the way I look at it is like we, we, we're not like we're not a first world country right but I mean it's not a poor country so like if if that was the mentality of someone trying to you know better their family um, like by going abroad is like 
their sort of number one option, I, I think it's crazy. I mean, well, I mean, if you just look at okay, the yeah, country. Yeah, yeah, there are, it, does, it just depends though on how employable you are. Okay, so if you are, I agree. I agree. if you are highly employable, maybe a guy like you sounds like you're employable, you sound sharp, you sound eloquent and all of that, you could probably find a decent paying job. There are people out there that don't have the qualifications. Maybe they don't have the sexy degree from the sexy school and all of that shit. And it's either they're going to be a construction worker here or a construction worker there, right? And obviously, construction right. worker abroad is 10 times better than construction worker here. So, you know, that, that's kind of in a, the, the extreme side of underemployment. But between construction worker or domestic helper, which we have so many of, all the way to about, let's say, what would be a job that you still don't want to have in the Philippines? And if you get it abroad, it's so much better. Um, nurse? A nurse? Yeah, yeah, like all the way up to nursing. You'd be like, okay, I got to go abroad because it's so much better. And it, it really is so much better. I think what is the key in all of this is if you're in a relationship, so let's say you're a boyfriend, girlfriend, you just have to understand that it's not going to work out. If you have a family, right. which is the which is the biggest challenge, you have to bring your family. Now, is it one hundred percent? Of course not. I have a lot of friends whose parents are OFWs that left them and had to leave them for these reasons, and they turned out to be fine. But I think that's the minority. And if you've got three children like you do, Jonas, you don't bank on the minority. You don't bet on the minority. You have to bet on the majority odds when you have a family. Just because you have, or just because I have two friends that come from OFW um, environments where they lost a parent or even two parents and they turned out fine, I still would rather not take that chance even though I can pinpoint one or two success stories. Why? Because we can pinpoint 100, 200, 300 calls that we've taken through the years of it not being a success story. And I will rather be cautious of that than to do it. Right, right. And you, Agreed. again, today, Agreed. are an example of another failed relationship because somebody <laughs> went abroad. Now, I don't know how it failed yeah. because you haven't told us yet, but you're another example of it's exactly. fucking I'm, hard to pull it I'm, off successfully. I mean, that statistic, that's correct. Yeah. I don't know what the so, statistic is. Like, we have a, a real study, but you're right. I mean, you listen to the show. I listen to the show. I'm on the show. I know that this is a really kind of a big problem. So... What Correct. happened? What happened? So, well, it, you could look at it any 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 way you, you want, but um, well, she she found someone there, like a local uh, in Dubai, yeah, yeah, um, who who kind of we kind of helped her, you know, try to find a job, trying to find a place to stay, uh, and all that. But like the main problem is that. It's, so it's been like more than three years since we broke up. Um, the problem is, it's just that we broke up in good terms. You know, I, like I accepted everything because just a quick backstory again. Um, it wasn't the first time she cheated. Oh, so, okay. so a little bit of a track like, record. I kind of. Oh yeah. Right. The, so yeah, it's, the more kinda, the more there shouldn't be going abroad. But yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> so exactly. So. Yeah. I kind of had an idea way like before she even the fact that she even wanted to leave gave me an idea 
back then that, you know, she really didn't want to make our marriage work. So it's like, I'm all over that. Like it wasn't, it was hard to accept, of course, but I'm just saying it so casually now because it's been more than three years, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's 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 not a bad breakup. But the thing is, like, it's like I'm still stuck in in this, you know, in this marriage. Because um, so again, when Teresa passed, and she actually just has not found any stable job in in the UAE. And so back in January, she she asked me if um, she could go back and live with me because she has just nothing, no savings, no money. And but um, not rekindle the marriage, right? This is like you guys are gonna no, no. still be quote unquote separated. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's it's me. It was mutual. Uh, she said it. I said it. And and she in fact knows that I don't have a girlfriend, but. Like she knows there's there's a girl that I really like um in the office. So we were open like that, you know. Um I could tell her things like that. Okay. Um and so she like okay, so let me just try to describe her. I'm sure you would um understand how she is if I give the reference. So she's like Carrie Matheson from Homeland. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she's a little bit, yeah. she's a little crazy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. You've never been to any psychologist, psychiatrist, but I, I, I based on the show and based on reading on, on reading about um, being, I really, I really think she is bipolar. Yeah, yeah. So she's like that. So, um, made the relations with um because yeah. we've uh, been together since 2006 yeah yeah 2006 so so so, th- so you're saying in january she has and we're april now we're april 7 right right now or april 6 right right she mm-hmm. uh moved in back to your house with your with i mean both of your children but you're taking care of the children she's been gone 3 years mm-hmm. and she's just she's back because She's broke. What's her relationship mm-hmm. like with the kids, though? Because well, Carrie's, Carrie's relation... I mean, okay, we're going to go Homeland now. If you don't know the reference, I apologize. But Carrie's been f- fairly distant and to a certain point really just prioritized herself more than her child. Is, is that kind of the case here as well, where it's really just more often than not about her and she's only going back to the house because she just has no place to go? Or was there a longing to be a mother... Is she very involved with the kids? How do they feel about it? Were your kids thrilled? Uh, I mean, all of that shit. Yeah, yeah, it, it's actually very similar. Um, I could see she was very distant at first when she got here, but I, I could also I could also sense her. Of course, she loves her children. That's that's no question. But yeah, it's it's not it hasn't been your typical you know relationship with, with a parent. If if you yeah. see yeah. them, but I, I can see her efforts. But she's, the, you know, the there's just the, a natural disconnect, I guess. I mean, it's just not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, but the biggest frustration there, when you just watch it objectively, I mean, watch her objectively, is that she's just so she was actually so heartbroken with the guy that she left um, um, in Dubai. Yeah. 
it, it was I, mean, I really feel sorry for her. I just really wanted wanted you know wanted her to be happy to be honest and you're a good guy I, the fact that you even not freaked out about this and that you said it was a mutual breakup you understood you want her to be happy like that's those are really nice qualities Jonas um and I can see why you would take her back in in January because it's those good qualities about you that really come out and shine in these moments. The problem, though, which I'm sure you're going to get to in a second, is, okay, for the past four months, she's been at the house. Are you thinking of getting back together with her? I know you said no, you'd like somebody else, but is this something that you're foreseeing? Maybe end of the year, even next year, you can rebuild this marriage because you've got children and because, by definition, you are still married? Um, or is this more like she's driving you crazy or you're having a hard time moving on because now her presence is there. You can't date. You can't bring a girl home because she's there. What's like the number one challenge for you now that she's back home? Um, it's, well, number one, um, I actually have no plans of getting back together with her. It's, Perfect. As you should not. Yeah. 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 No, it's, it's such a bad idea. Okay, good. I already know. I'm glad that. you know that. All right, great. So, what's the big cha- what's the biggest challenge outside of? You know those guys. I envy those guys who, well, probably they're rich, but just the fact that they could have uh, a cabet on the side, right? uh, yeah. an, an actual life, have a condo, another yeah, have right, the, and all that that they can go to and shit. Set, set aside all, set aside the money. It's just time that they spend that they can actually divide their time for two families right so it's just that it's like i feel i have that like i have this family and i want to have my own life now because i'm single technically right just i don't have any anyone really um so it's just something that i can't have I, it's, it's you really, can't have it because she's there driving me crazy right, you, right. okay so and not that it's like well, well, do you, do, do you think though? Yeah, let's say she wasn't there, but you have the three children at home. How would you have? How would you have been able to kind of juggle a love life as well, though, with a job, with three kids? I, how old are your kids? Yeah, this is uh, fifteen. She's fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. So and how, fourteen and ten. Okay. So how how would you have juggled that anyway? Being being so busy with three yeah, kids and good, a job. Good question. Is it, so it's before she came back. It, it was it was like having, um, or the the scenario was like you know being a single parent, right? Well, it that, is. That yeah. in itself is yeah. actually a challenge. Yeah, that in itself is actually just a challenge. Um, yeah. Trying to have uh, a relationship on top of being uh, having a responsibility with your kids so which is why it's it's just piled up you know this piled up more when she she came back so it's like added to the to the stress what do you want problems. let's let's do this what do you want you want to kick her out i i hear i would like to kick her out that's what i hear mm. am i right about this you know what you know when i I use the the care methods and reference. It's because she's just so dependent on people, you know. So you're paying for she, her way now as well. Exactly. 
Dude, that's fucked even, up. Even the drinking, the the, oh, the her, cigarette. Her manic shit yeah. too, the, yeah. the vices. Damn. Right, right, right. Jonas, this is a problem. Okay, here's what exactly. I would do. Here's what I would do. I would and I don't know if you've done this. I would have a heart to heart talk with my children, not not the girl. I would take them out, take them out to Jollibee and have one of those like in the commercials where you guys sit around and get all that dramatic bullshit in the, in the Jollibee commercials, right? I would take them out and I would go, okay, so I need open and honest dialogue about how you guys feel with her here. Honest and open. Not, daddy, oh, okay lang. Not that bullshit. I'm talking legitimately open up. How do you feel about her being here? How do you feel about her personality and all of that? And if your children, if two of the three or all three go, I think we have a moral obligation to take care of her because she's mom, then I think you start have to think about the sacrificing the sacrifices you have to make on their behalf, your kids' behalf, and just suck it up. But you encourage her to get a job. You even lie to her and say, hey, I, I just I can't do this financially, all five of us on my own. So I need you to go out there and try to get employment. I don't care if it's working at Starbucks or at fucking Jollibee. But it, it, I think getting her out of the house and up and about being productive is good for her mentally. And at the same time, she, she might meet somebody and jump. And, and as volatile as she is, she'll jump into that guy's house. I, I mean, I think her at home, if she's not employed, we didn't establish that, but let's just, I'm, I'm, is she employed or you said you're paying her away? So I'm assuming she doesn't have a job. No. Yeah, no. Okay. And, and I feel like she doesn't want one. Yeah, but, yeah, but you, that's where you, the lying comes in. That's when you start going, okay, listen, I can't afford this. I can't. And then you start fucking around with the numbers and making it look like, okay, it's just not possible. So if you want to stay here, you have to start contributing financially or maybe move back to your parents or whatever the fuck. It could. It's actually it, you good that you mentioned that. I, I, I know that that's one option. She, she could actually move, move back with her. They actually live like 15 minutes away from, from my house. Do they not want uh, her? No, that's the thing. She doesn't want to be there. I know that for a fact, even if I haven't asked her, because she's not going to be able to do, you know, what she wants compared to... Well, well, well Jonas, John, the reason why I want you to talk to your daughters, and, or, I don't know, sorry, I said daughters, is, I'm assuming you have a daughter, right? And, and the others, I don't know what the breakdown yeah, is. Yeah, that's his daughter and okay. then two sons. Okay, two sons. I, I think you need to talk to them, and if they go, Dad... And I know this is such a mature conversation, especially for a 10-year-old, your youngest to have. But if you can get some kind of confirmation or feel that they're not better off with her there, which is really wild, then you start telling her, hey, I, I you know, might have to kick you out because you're drinking, you're smoking, you have vices, and you're not employed. I can't afford that. Yeah, what do you yeah. think your kids are going to say if you do talk to them? Do you think that they're going to want her around in the house? Like, what's your gut feel? The, the other thing, yeah, I think, I, I, really, I actually don't I have no idea, but my take is that I just don't want to be the bad guy to my kids. That's, that's why I'm the conversation is there. 
because I, I think, Jonas, it's so important to talk to them. As young as they are, they're old enough to have an opinion. Um, and that's all you're gathering. You're gathering intel. This is not, hey, kids, I want you to decide for me. No, you're just gathering intelligence on this. How do you guys feel? What do you guys think? So you can refrain from being a bad guy. And I, I think that when your kids know you're a good guy, they can, they've probably seen that and you've probably proved that through the years. So it's not going to be a you know, brash decision, all of a sudden, hey, I want a date, so I got to kick this fucking bitch out of my house. It's, it's not that. I'm sure it's not that. Just find out what they feel. If they say they want her around, Jonas, I'm sorry, but this is the life that you live to get to this point, <clears throat> and you kind of have to stand up for it. You can make things better by, again, encouraging her to get a job. You can lie to her about the financial situation, whether that's true or not. I'm not sure if you're scrapping through life or you have some savings and it's just you're uncomfortable. But lie to her and tell her there's an urgency for her to get a job if she wants to stay in the house. In terms of your love life, Jonas, fuck, man. It's going to be so hard to convince a girl that you are no longer with your wife because so many, so many cheating men do the may asawa ko sa bahay pero hindi kami masaya. That fucking lie is the number one lie married men tell. Unfortunately, it's true for you. Exactly. I'm so glad you said that because I I already like thought about that in advance. Like, how would I even approach yeah. the girl if I wanted to be honest? Yeah. yeah. No. I, I think yeah. the only way to go about that. If we go, if, if say we take tackle now this new, next issue, which is how do you get a girl to believe you? You bring her to the house. Because I thought about that. Yeah, yeah. because because the when we get this phone call right from females who go, I'm dating a married man who says he's having problems at the house. The number one thing I say, he's lying. He is fucking lying because that's a, that's that's uh, D O M textbook 101 to say a fucking yeah. line like that, right? And then you prove it by bringing her home, introducing her to the family, including the wife, so she can see it for her own self that, okay, it might even be able to be spun that you're a good guy. You say, oh, I mean, she's here because of the children, and I want them to be a part of her life, you know, all of that. Now, that's, that's a tall task to, <clears throat> sorry, that's a tall ask for the girl, the new girl, to believe you. But I think that's a really good way because it shows you're honest. It shows that you're a stand-up father. And if you can prove to her that you and the wife have nothing, you and your wife have nothing, then there's a chance that you can still have a love life here. Yeah, it's, it's, I think she, my wife, I, I think, would even agree to that. I think it's not going to be a problem. You know? um, but the thing is, it's just actually a great idea. It's just that... I haven't even, I can't, I can't even, like, move on to that stage yet, you know. I yeah. got to, yeah. can't even focus on that. I want to, I want to. Well, well to actually... you, you, you're taking the baby steps. You have a crush. You like a girl. You like her a lot. Yeah, yeah. Those are the early steps. I know it's taken three years to get to this point, but that's okay. I mean, you're 37, you got three kids. Your Your concentration is on trying to make this family work. You come from a really bad marriage, that takes time when you've got kids. That takes time to get over that and to right yourself again. And if you're not ready, if you have not, you know, right yourself yet, it'll come. But the fact that you already have someone at the office you really like, 
And that mindset is established that, okay, in the future, I'm not going to be with my wife. I want somebody else. That's really good. That's healthy that you've come to terms with that. But you have an obligation as a father first and foremost, not as a husband, as a father, to make sure that your kids are okay with with the decisions you're going to make and that your kids are okay with what the current situation is with the ex-wife, let's call her that, living at the house. You have to talk to them. Yeah, yeah. And the chances of them saying, oh, it's okay because are very high. That's a very Pinoy thing to do. It's very Pinoy of us to say, so let's, it's okay. Then you adjust. In fairness fairness to to her, actually, um, although she's not contributing financially, she's doing, like, trying to make up for it some other way. Like, she she cooks because I can't cook that well. So she cooks beans now. But really, it's, like I said, it, it looks like a marriage, right? And, paper but no sex it's not yeah exactly no, no. <laughs> I, I don't want to yeah that's the thing but has she tried just... no no i never i never tried no no has she home. tried oh no 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 okay she's so into the guy so good, good. I, mean, okay. I don't have a problem with that yeah don't complicate this by like on a weird it's like having just... a roommate yeah yeah no no, no. We, we've, we've been drinking a few times uh since she got here, I don't have a problem with that. She's we're best friends and all that, you know. She didn't give it. She didn't give a time frame of when she wanted to, how long she wanted to stay. See, she, she actually had. We actually had the sort of one one night we, we were drinking. She like opened up um, her problems and what she wanted to do, and she actually want want to go back to Dubai. So, you know. Oh, well. Yeah. Then I would maybe, uh, as a final gift you can give her, is just get her a fucking flight and go over there and, and see. But your, your thing is she, she can't keep a job, right? Now, did she break up yeah. with the guy? Did she break up with the guy in Dubai because she just couldn't afford to stay there anymore? Meaning, if she went back, they would be able to get back together? Or did they break up because she's Carrie Matheson in the head? All of that. Because, oh. like, yeah, because, like, the guy. It was so funny. The guy even like two years ago tried to message me, DM me and Facebook and asking for help. Like, <laughs> why is she like this? <laughs> so funny. I remember that moment. <laughs> I love it. I mean, like I mean like she's your problem now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why were you asking me? And oh, and I, I feel like, I feel this is a topic I'm gonna use for the radio show on Monday. The ex the ex's current, you know, boyfriend or girlfriend called you and said, Bakit? Bakit? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, fuck that's, you. <laughs> I love it. It's a good one. Yeah, yeah no, we're, good we're, one. We're, fuck it, we're doing that topic on fucking Monday, man. All right. Um, Jonas, again, we're not going to find a solution to this problem tonight. And, yeah. and I think that is just how complicated the situation is. This is not a show anyway that promises solutions. I can just tell oh, you no. what, what I would do, right, if I were in that situation. That's, that's what this program is about. And again, to reiterate my plan, talk to your kids, see how they feel. If they're okay with mom being there, I would then prioritize getting her a job, helping her do that, talking her in, coaching her into feeling positive about herself 
and then her in then in turn getting a job. I would spend that money instead of on alcohol and cigarettes on maybe even therapy, right? But you know, that's convincing her to do it. And then number three, start getting that ball rolling on dating people. It doesn't have to be the girl in the office that you really like. It could just go on random dates. If anything starts to click, um, tell them the truth. And what's more important, prove to them that you're not your standard cheating husband, DOM type of guy that always says their marriage is shit and then are just there to fuck. Like, you have to prove that. So there's a lot on your plate, Jonas. And this is, this is unfortunate, but it is also the life that you have led getting to this point. I'm sorry, but that's just the truth. Having three children, you should have probably been able to see the red flags with your wife years and years ago. And if you disregarded that and continue to pursue her, then again, I'm sorry, but these are the consequences of those decisions. And you just are, you're young enough to reset and just repackage your life. You're still, you sound young at heart with, you know, the way your voice, the way you carry yourself and all that. You're, you're a good guy. So, so as, as problematic as this situation is, I think what helps you survive and succeed is that you're a good person. If you call the show, you're like, this puta, puta, you know, bruja, you know, if you were that kind of, you know, that kind of dude, I'd be like, oh, you're fucked. You seem to be really positive. And you got to bank on that. Yeah, you got to bank on that. You're, you're, you're patient. God damn it, you're patient. And you have to bank on that. So you have the qualities to be successful. You just are in a place where it takes time. And I think you're turning that corner. Unfortunately, your ex-wife lives with you. That's a challenge. But you have an obligation as a father to give the best experience to your children more than anything else. Unfortunately, your life comes second when you have kids. And that's on every, that's on every issue. I don't care what you call about if you call on the show, any of you. If you're calling and you tell me one, the, the, if you lead your, co- your conversation with, I got blank amount of children. You have to understand, and you know this from listening. You know that I will tell you your life does not belong to you anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. That's just the truth. And I'm not, I'm not I'm apologizing to you, Joe, because I know you care about your kids. I'm just talking about everybody else listening. If you have children, your life is no longer yours. I don't care what self-help help book or some motivational speaker or whatever empowerment bullshit tells you, no, love yourself. You are important. You are, fuck you. Your children are everything. Everything. And, exactly. and then until yeah, yeah. you sort that out, you don't, I mean, you don't go, shit, I'm, I'm frustrated about this. I'm frustrated about that. It, it, it really is, have, it has to be about them. And you're capable of that, Jonas. I, I can hear it. Yeah. All right? I should just, I actually already give my, myself uh, like, a, um, like a time frame. Like I'm trying to like map. When's my youngest going to graduate from college? Okay, so that's when I'm going to be able to actually be free again. Yeah, you're <laughs> but, close. You're close. Yeah. In fact, so, in fact, you've got a college student right around the corner with your 15-year-old and then another one with your 14-year-old. And he, he, let's say the two of them go off to college for somehow. Then you're down with one kid left at 13 or 12 at that point. It's much easier. It is much easier to, to, to navigate that. Right now, you have all three... They're at a very 
important age that they're hitting their teenage years. So shit, things are gonna get wild for them. They have a good they have a good foundation in their father, but they don't have a good foundation in their mother. So this is really a very important time. Yes, yeah, she's back. Okay. She's helping out. She's taking care, but she's also transferring a lot of that manic shit that they're they're witnessing onto them, and that makes them impressionable. So be careful. All right, I take them agree, out. Agree. Do, do the Jollibee thing. In fact, do it regularly. Have a regular me and them, just them, just the three of them, once a week, where it's just you guys, the core group that has survived together these past three years. And make sure you keep investing. Hey, if you see if you see these things at home, I, I, I need you to understand. Your mom is a little bit, you know, blah blah blah, but not not bad mouthing her, but just going, hey guys, this is not normal. I'm sorry to be in this situation, but I want you to look at me. Look to me for strength and foundation and positivity and all of that. Don't look at the drinking and the, and the smoking and, and all of that, you know, getting brokenheartedness. Look at me. I want us to be positive. I want us to get through this. Be, yeah. the, be the foundation there, all right? Sounds good. All right, Sounds Jonas. Good. good luck, my friend. And thanks for the call. I mean, this is a long call, but I'm, I was at the edge of my seat the entire time. Like, this is a really high-quality call. Thanks, so, Mo. Thanks. So. I actually, I want to just comment that um, I, I listened to the four-hour show with Susie and CJ. Yeah. Um, I was uh, trying to call. Last thing. It was so hard. And I actually listened to it the second time on the podcast in Spotify. So it was so entertaining. Yeah, it's, it, it's great. I, I, I love it. I think Susie and I are really uh, the, probably the, the best match in, in, on radio. I, I, I'm an, it's unfortunate that the management does not feel the same way about this. And, and CJ was good too, but I, I, you, you know, I'm not taking things away from him. But I think Susie and I in the morning crush it. I, 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 I think we really do. And if we had even the same team, Casey there and, and Hannah there, but I think Susie's the wild card. It's, you know, pun intended because, well, not pun intended, but more uh, ironically wild card. She's the one, I think, that really makes me funnier than I really am and all of that because she's great. So th- I, she'll be there again on Wednesday. So, you know, listen, listen again if you can. I'll try to call, yeah. Try. All right. Thanks, brother. Good luck and thanks, have, have a good thanks, summer. Bro. My love to the kids. Thanks, bud. Thanks, bro. All right. Bye-bye. bye-bye. Whew, that is a, uh, that's a tough one. Again, lo- long call, long call. And I know, I'm not sure if you guys, I know people complain sometimes that ca- calls are long, but that one was a good one. I really enjoyed talking to Jonas. I think there are things in this conversation that you guys can learn a lot about, even if you're not in that same situation, because that's a really unique one. But there are lessons learned there about the OFW life, the LDR life that you can take from. There's lessons to learn about if you've got kind of a crazy spouse and how you can still connect with your children, hopefully not get them to be influenced too much. There's a lesson in how to be civil and even be friends. I think Jonah said, oh, she's still my best friend. Like that, that's fucking incredible to say something like that. I would have never, ever in my lifetime been able to do something like that and you know, get fucked over, get cheated on multiple times and then still be friends with somebody and then live with that somebody and pay for that somebody. Are you fucking kidding me? Me? 
be able to forgive multiple times cheating, and then you can stay in my house, and I'm still going to feed your ass? Get the fuck out of here. But Jonas is able to do it as a lesson in patience. That's a good guy, man. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I mean, I disagree with him, but it doesn't take away that he's a good guy. And maybe we can't see some kind of agreement, him and I, in the fact that, okay, I'm taking her back in because the children want her. Okay, fine, I get that. And, and maybe what I would do is I would rent an apartment or a condo in the same building if he lives in a building or rent a place across the street or side beside me and go, okay, this is what's going to happen. But again, that costs a lot of money. So I don't know. It's, it's a complicated situation. But I'm glad he shared it. And I really do genuinely hope it works out for him because he seems like a good guy. Let's take a break. When we come back, we got more of the podcast, got more calls. Uh, it is a weekend, and that is a reminder that on Sunday I do the Kumu live stream. It's the only time that this show is live, and it's not recorded ever. So you please do join me there. I give away 5000 bucks on um, the live stream from Robinson's Appliances. I'm also afraid to remind you guys that we have a caller of the month kind of thing here on the show. I will post a poll of some kind at the end of the month and you guys vote for who your favorite caller of the month was and that person gets a sharp TV. Isn't that really cool? So we'll take a break. When we come back, we got more of the show. Don't go away. Back after this. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines and Lee Jeans. Recorded at the Kumu Podcast Studios. Are you torn between your dreams and your bills? Choose between the two no more. With Stellar, you can do both at the same time. You can work as a part-time communications assistant with Stellar and earn a competitive salary while you pursue your dreams in other fields. No irate customers, no sales quotas, no experience needed. Visit and message Stellar Philippines page on Facebook to learn more. Gosh, with all the great TV series out there right now, you really need the very best if you want to enjoy it. You got Game of Thrones coming up in a few weeks. You got to level up your viewing experience with Sharp Aquos 4K Android TV. You can watch your favorite movies and series in full HD with a built-in Netflix app. Connect and command your TV easily with Google Assistant and Chromecast feature. Sharp Aquos 4K Android TV, your all-in-one entertainment partner. Sharp, be original. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines and Lee Jeans. Recorded at the Kumu Podcast Studios. Welcome back to the podcast. You are listening to Good Times with all the podcast, S6E6. Of course, this is brought to you by Sharp Philippines from the Kumu Podcast Studios here in Las Vegas, Nevada, where I live. Wherever you are around the world, you can easily get on the show. Does And in fact, the, the more places, the better, by just sending me a message on social media and we will schedule you. So let's keep this episode going because I want to try to keep it under two hours. Uh, let's talk to Rich, who is 29. She is in Laguna. And Rich has a kind of funny kind of question or scenario that she has found herself in, which is, I think, really interesting. So let's talk to her now. Hi, Rich. 
Next call. Hello, good evening. Good evening, Hello. Rich. What do you have? So, yes. Um, so, how should I start? <laughs> Where do you work? So, Where do you work? I work? I work in a bank. Should okay. I say the No, no, bank? no. You don't have to say the name. I just want to know what, like, what industry. So, you're, you work okay. in a bank. And... Um, so, I'm a marketing officer. Yeah. And uh, my... My manager's husband uh, started texting me. Um, so before, that's uh, that was just to ask question about the transactions. Is transaction? Yeah. So, sinasagot ko naman siya kasi nga it's about transaction in a bank, so no problem. Sure. So last uh, last weekend, we went to Baguio uh, branch outing. Okay. And. And her husband, my manager's husband, is with us. But he doesn't um, work. He doesn't work for the bank, right? He's just tagging yeah. along. Okay, gotcha. Yes. So yon. Wala namang wala namang something. Tapos si husband ni manager is parang close close naman siya sa mga staff. Okay. No manager ko so parang wala lang. And then parang then I uh, after that so. Uh, banking days na uh, mali, mahilig kasi ako mag-post ng mga uh, picture ko tapos naglalagay ako ng mga hugot or banat lines. Yeah, yeah. Ganyan. <laughs> <laughs> Pero naka-two-piece ka. Diba? Naka-two-piece bikini ka. Ganyan. Yung mga style. Yeah, alright. Yes, yes. Okay. So, <laughs> so yun. So, hugot lines. Pero look at my boobs. Alright. Um, <laughs> Okay, so so and you do this on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. So what did he message you? So I mean, is the messages are they flirty? Are they forward? Sobrang obvious ba yung halimbawa nag-nagugugod lines ka, nakalabas boobs mo, sasabihin niya, "Oh, ako mag-aayos niyo." Like what does he say? Actually, wala namang parang something na na kakaiba. Parang ano lang, nagsesensya sa akin ng ito, ito gamitin mo pang hugot, ganon. Okay. So nothing really flirtatious, overly obviously flirtatious. It's just, he's just texting you almost there, almost flirting. Oo, wala pa naman kasi parang nag-start yun. Yung parang, parang para sa akin kasi kung transaction, okay eh. Pero parang halimbawa personal, ganyan. Parang kasi nag-text siya sa akin ng... Monday, tapos Tuesday, nagsensya sa akin nung parang mga hugot-hugot lines niya. Tapos the next day, meron ulit siyang pinorward. Parang the next morning, evening siya nag... Tuesday evening siya nag-send. Tapos Monday morning, nag-send ulit siya. Tapos... So yung ano, problema mo medyo madalas. It's not really the content of the text. It's how often yes. he's texting you. Ang, ang worry ko kasi is... Sige, walang mali siya sa kanya. Pero paano halimbawa malaman ng boss ko? Yeah, yeah. Uh, are you responding to these text messages? Ano lang, parang ano, react lang dun sa text, adun uh, sa messages. You know, sa Messenger merong mga react na yeah, emoticons. Yeah, yeah. Tapos parang sinasabi ko lang, okay yan sir, ganyan. Panalo yan sir, ganyan. I I would uh-huh. I would stop re, um, responding outright. Like, don't respond anything ever, because 
I mean, if, when you're saying walang Malaysia yung mga texts to, you're correct in the content that doesn't have Malaysia, but I think he surpassed the amount of messages that makes it just friendly. Kasi sinasabi mo, every morning or in the evening, tapos may bigla, may, meron din sa umaga. So, that kind of has crossed the line on how often, but it's nothing scandalous yet. It's nothing that you're going to tell your manager about. You're like, oh, yung asawa mo. I think you take this into your own hands first by not mm-hmm. responding at all anymore whatsoever. Like, completely cold turkey. And then hopefully he'll get the picture and he'll stop sending you messages. Um, if it levels up, because this is more recent problem, Niban. This is just this past week. If it levels up to like, uy, ang ganda mo, or ang hat mo, or whatever, then, then I think, you know, you have a different situation on Yeah, that's flirtatious. Like, okay, he's not doing anything that we can define as flirtatious, but I'm telling you as a guy, he is working his way to you. He is trying to get the honestly just to fuck you at some point. He's because as guys, and, and I've said this many times here on the show, when guys who are trying to fuck, when we when we're looking for uh, a prospect, and and again, this is gonna sound very PUA of me, but we're looking for the ones that look like they're a little bit broken and a little bit in a bad situation. They're mending a broken heart. Uh, unfortunately, that's what guys do. They, they they do that. They look for the wounded deer that they're going to attack. I've used this analogy many times in the past seasons, but you know, as an animal, right? You don't you don't go after the healthiest animal and you eat them. You go for the one that looks the most broken and the namekonting. Um, you're looking for the one that you can attack. And hugot lines that is a sign that you're projecting to the world and you're not the most healthy deer. So you get all these lions and you're going to get all of these fucking tigers and you're going to get all of these predator animals, a.k.a. shithole men, who are going to try to pounce on you. So stop with the hugot lines. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. You have to for now. Okay, stop responding to him whatsoever. And okay. if he levels up, I think you have to start considering blocking him. I think the last resort is to tell your manager, and that means he'll message you and say, "Oh, date tayo," or "Oy ang hatmo." I think at that point, that's when you tell your manager. But you don't want, and, and again, it depends on what their relationship is like. Like, if they're amazing, if they're an amazing couple, and she looks super happy, yeah, don't. But if she goes to the office and, you know, complains about him, or looks like she's kind of wounded her own self, then maybe you become a little bit more honest about the behavior. But at this point, it does not matter. You are not in a, you're not in the proper space, I think, to tell her yet. Mm-mm. But monitor the situation. Okay. So, uh, do you think I should erase the messages? Yes. They're, these are not text messages. These are Instagram messages. Uh, messenger and text messages. I would not yet. Again, because once it says deleted or something like that, that makes it look so much worse. It, like if you, <coughs> excuse me, if you and I were text messaging or messengering, right? And then my wife sees my phone 
and then all of a sudden it says message deleted or whatever. I'm just assuming yeah. that's what it says. Now the imagination can go crazy. Instead of her reading on the phone, panalo uh, ser, which is what you said, and that's harmless. Yeah. Now it says deleted. In my mind, I'm like, that, that was a dick pic. <laughs> I mean, you just deleted a dick pic. So I would not delete because you've not got to that level where it's obvious flirtation. But be careful. Rich, be careful here. Actually, um, my manager uh, invited me to, to go with her to Surigao. But uh, we're, uh, I'm going with one of our staff also, together with her husband. Oh, <laughs> shit. Um, yeah. Well, just be careful. There's nothing to be alarmed about yet. I will tell you, he is trying to flirt with you. Trying. He's not there trying yet. Not yeah. He's not there yet. Okay. And, and are you are you attractive? Like, are you the kind of girl that a lot of guys like this type, you know, are you a bit of a magnet to this type of guy? Um, I'm, not, I'm not that attractive, but... Meron ako dalawang experience na dalawang married guy. Ganun. Yeah, these these guys can smell that. And I'm I'm sure you're quite attractive. I mean, you're 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 posting photos of you in the bikini pretty regularly. In fact, I just I'm looking at your profile photo right now, and guess what? You're in a bikini. So um, <laughs> you're you're probably the type that a lot of these guys are honing in on. That's not your fault. You're allowed to wear whatever you want. It's just you know, let's let's call it what it is. You know. Because they tend to <coughs> smell the injured and then they, they look at the hugot lines, they look at the bikini profile photo and they go, fuck, I'm going to fuck that girl. So just be careful. Okay. That's how guys okay. work. All right. All right, Rich, you're fine. You're fine for now. Not as bad as I thought, but could get worse quickly. Could get worse quickly. Okay. So ingat that. No more hugot lines, my love. Thanks, okay, dear. Okay, All right. Thank you. Ingat, Rich. Have a good one. Bye, dear. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Message me if it gets worse. Enjoy should go. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank Thanks. you. Bye. Bye. All right. It is getting there for her, I think. Would you want to know? Like, if you would you want to know? Like, is that a problem? I'm, I'm talking to the to the wives who are listening to the show right now. If your husband is sending your subordinate, your employee under your command, or really just your coworker, if your husband is sending your coworker who got lines, that's a red fucking flag, right? Now, every relationship dynamic is different. Every level of jealousy is different say I'm gonna say upper 90 percentile of you guys would get really pissed off if you found out your husbands were sending who good lights which again is not flirtation per se but let's not be idiots you know all right anyway we gotta take a break when we come back we got more of the show don't go away Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines and Lee Jeans. Recorded at the Kumu Podcast Studios. I've got a question for you. 
How does your dream job look like? Is it fulfilling, stress-free, pays well? If it sounds like any of those, no need for you to dream any longer. You can apply as a communications assistant at Stellar right now and earn a competitive salary by simply helping people with hearing loss. No sales, no customer service, no experience required. Send a direct message to Stellar Philippines on Facebook to know more. Sharp version 3, 5, 4, 3, 2... Go. Hey podcast fans, Mo here. April is a huge month. April 13, the NBA playoffs start. April 14, Game of Thrones final season. You have Holy Week the week after that. There's so much to do in front of your television. I want you to level up your viewing experience with Sharp Ackles 4K Android TV. You can watch your favorite movies. You can catch up on these series. You can watch the big games all the way till the NBA finals. All of it in full HD with built-in Netflix app. You can connect and command your TV easily via Google Assistant and Chromecast feature. Sharp Echo's 4K Android TV is your all-in-one entertainment partner. Sharp, be original and enjoy the month of April. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines and Lee Jeans. Recorded at the Kumu Podcast Studios. And welcome back to the podcast. Uh, You hear me on the Sharp commercials uh, saying that this month of April is huge because, of course, Game of Thrones is exactly next week already. Fucking crazy. Uh, the NBA playoffs is the day after that, and we got Holy Week coming up. And I've said this before in past seasons that when you, if you're going to invest in buying shit, right? If you're going to invest on stuff that you want to spend money on for the house or for yourself, you want to buy a nice car. It doesn't have to be an expensive car, but at least a nice one because the traffic situation in the Philippines is so bad that you want to be comfortable. Uh, You want to make sure that if you're going to be stuck two hours, three hours a day on the road, that you have a quality, comfortable vehicle. Again, it doesn't have to be a German car or anything like that, but just as long as it's good quality. You want to invest in a good mattress. You, You know, sleeping is so important, especially as you get older. The, the higher the quality mattress, the happier your life is going to be. Fucking believe me. So if you've got money, you know, car, mattress, if you, if you can't afford a car because cars, and you don't think cars are good investments because the moment you buy them, they just continue to depreciate. I understand that. And if you commute and, you know, whether it be MRT, bus, or Uber, fine. Maybe that's not as important. Mattress, important. And TV, is important because in the golden age of television where we are right now where some of the best shows to ever have come out keep firing out and you've got your netflixes and your iflixes and your torrents and your all of these things that you know we spend a lot of time in in front of the television you want a high quality tv so let's put tv and mattress as one and one a on things you want to spend money on And if you want to get a cool TV, you got to go sharp. So when I have, it really is uh, what I'm going to be in front of in these next few weeks, especially with Holy Week. Instead of spending that money on getting drunk and getting high and partying and doing all that fucking stuff, which you're just going to end up vomiting and all that, take that money, buy a nice TV, buy a great high-quality goddamn TV, like, uh, like you'll find one in Sharp. And you can benefit from that for the entire year, for the entire X amount of years. So don't fuck around. 
do it. Uh, let's go and take another call. We're going to bring Chopper here for the next two uh, phone calls. So it's nice to hear her voice. Let's do it. Next call. Let's talk to Nikki here, who's 27 in Virginia. Hey, Nikki, welcome to the show. What's up? Hi, really happy to be here. Uh, it's nice to have you. And uh, I'm reading from the notes here that you are pregnant. You just got married three weeks ago. Yes. So congratulations on both. Uh, you. But you got married because you got pregnant, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's right, because if you wait. do the math. Pinoy Pit- style. <laughs> 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 wait, how many, months, how many months along are you? I'm three months pregnant. Okay. okay. And how long have you been married? Three and a half. Three and a half months. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, there so you go. That's nice. Kind of. Fair enough. Nice. So you got pregnant on the honeymoon or just about or? On the wedding night, they're saying. So I'm like, oh, okay. is that right? <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Well, good for you. Powerful so you, you got a question about being pregnant. Someone, someone yes. I think. Okay. So. Um, my uterus I'll is be- excited to answer. <laughs> <laughs> so my lease in my apartment is about to be uh, done. And my mom, upon finding out that I'm pregnant, she said, don't renew your lease. Just move back in with me. But I've been living, you know, away from her for like a while. So to move back with my parents, with my husband and a coming baby is kind of uh, confusing me a little bit. Like, how am I going to navigate that, especially when newlyweds, when we have fights, of course, they're going to hear when you have sex, of course they're gonna hear. Ah, uh, well, what is this? Is this like so, a fucking one-bedroom apartment, or like no, how big is this a, place? <laughs> it's a four-bedroom apartment, but it's only my mom and my stepdad who live there right now because all my siblings have moved out as well. Okay, so usually the worry, and, and uh, sorry to cut you off, but usually the worry about this is sometimes stems from like, do you have a strained relationship with your mom? Because if no. you don't, then. I mean, you live in the in the U.S. and you understand yes. that getting help for children, babies, and all of that is is, is such a f- cost a fucking fortune, right? Yes. So, <laughs> if you don't have a strained relationship with your mom, you know those mm-hmm. other things like the arguments, the sex, those can be curtailed to the environment. Meaning, like, I'm not sure if you're allowed when you're having sex. Well, don't be loud. Uh, if you're going to have an argument, yeah. try to have the argument somewhere else. Outside, yeah. Yeah, and in fact, if you have it outside, it'll be less, I don't want to say violent, because, you know, I don't want <laughs> to, uh, you know, assume fights are violent. It'll be less aggressive, less or it's problematic, more, because you're in public all of a sudden. You have to check yourself, kind of no, like you have to yeah. check yourself mm-hmm. at home. It's like planned right. and scheduled. Okay, we have a disagreement about something. Obviously, we can't talk about it at home. We want to talk about it ourselves. Let's go to the coffee shop and talk about it. So... There are ways to uh, to get around it, but with both Mo and I raising two kids in the U.S., we love having our mom, our moms, or his mom or my mom living with us when they can, um, because mm-hmm. it's great help. Even if we could afford, which I wouldn't anyway, um, even if we could afford outside help, just the feeling that a stranger is going to take care of our kid while we're at work or doing something kind of throws us off. But I think maybe the compromise, if if you're not ready to fully move in, maybe rent an apartment near her, right? But right. the positive of also living no, with them is for that? the first cost, year or two money. years. Exactly. That's what I was leading to was you can save money. And once you have a baby, you're going to spend a lot 
on on your kid on a lot of things, even if you have health insurance or whatnot for everything. It it just seems like it's a there's a lot of uh, stuff that well, you, well, need you know to you know what you can do here. So you can try it, right? Again, let's be honest here mm-hmm. on the on show. Angelica was not very fond of having either my mom or her mom live with us initially. Okay, and and right. sorry, yeah, sorry, but I mean that, that's just kind of maybe in the same situation you're in. Not a big fan of it until you try yeah. it. And then when you try it, you start to realize that the benefits outweigh the cons and it's pretty dramatic, especially if you have a good relationship with your mother. If you have a fucked up relationship with your parents (laughs) and then you're pregnant and you're newly married, oh yeah, it might be a bad idea. But in a four bedroom place and it's just you guys and them and you have no problem Mm -hmm. with your parents, even if you haven't lived with them in a long time, the benefits outweigh the cons Pretty fucking dramatically. Do you think your husband and your mom are going to get along real well? Well, so they actually get along well right now, but my mom is the type to kind of meddle a lot in our affairs. Well, I guess it, every mom is, but, you know, like um, if we have an argument, she'll see it in our face and be like, oh, did you guys have a fight? What did you guys fight about? And then she tries to put in her two cents. Yeah, and, so and our I'm moms thinking, do that too. Yeah, will that be amplified? Because now we're all living in the same roof. Every little thing is going to be like scrutinized, or especially if the baby is there already, she's going to want to parent the baby. I'm going to want to parent the baby. Okay, it, so it, it's it, just it's all new to right. me. These are all adjustments that have to be made, and then you'll be able to kind of assess the situation as they come along. Uh, it's always kind of difficult to pre-assess something that you haven't tried yet. And then right. to even do that in the negative. So because, to, yeah. because obviously, but you know, you should in the negative in a sense because you want to worry about all things. Of course, you know the positives. You're going to get to save. You're going to get some help. Yeah. You get to be with your family. Your, your daughter or son can be with their grandparents more, which is always a good thing. That's always a good right? thing too, yeah. So yeah. I think those, again, advantages are such plus plus that these mm. negative ones, which you are bringing up that don't really exist yet... Even if they do exist, it still doesn't, they don't equalize. Like the, the, the positives are still so yes. fucking huge for, me, for our, for way. our culture. Okay. So Shempre, I don't know if your husband is an American, like he's a white guy American or, or, or maybe some another culture that doesn't uh, have, he's Filipino, right, but he grew up here. So okay, he doesn't so, so, have yeah. the same. Right, right. So there might be a little bit of a challenge there if he doesn't know that lifestyle. But I'm sure it has been ingrained in him, whether verbally or through experience growing up, even a little bit, that he can Mm -hmm. come to terms with it. Is he hesitant about it? Have you brought it up to your husband? He's very, he's, he's very 50, 50 about it right now. Yeah. So I think to most point, like give it a try. Well, here's the other 50, the $50 an hour you have to pay fucking somebody to help you (laughs) when you want to go on a date night or something. That's another 50 you might want to throw into the conversation that might sway his. his, But but listen, when when the grandparents are there to help, and I want to make sure that this is clear for everybody listening, you you know, as parents, you're going to discipline your children. You know who will never discipline your children or rarely are your grandparents. So oh. your, your child will have somebody on his side at all times, mm-hmm. which I would like to think is a good thing. I would like to okay. think that th- whatever time your parents have left on this earth, I don't know if they're mega old or because you're pretty young, they're still really young. 
but yeah, they're you, still, they're still in their fifties. Yeah, you want to be able to build that relationship between them for a long time, and and mm-hmm. I'm so happy that my mom and then Angelica's mom are so involved because that's all we have left. Both we our fathers are are passed away. They're super. Oh. They super care. They're super involved, and I. I think that's like one of the great, great bonds that our children have with anybody. It's the the one they have with their grandparents. Uh, Amsterdam alone, like, completely needs to talk to my mom every day and play with her on Skype and stuff. It's very, very important. And I love it. So embrace it until Mm -hmm. something happens. And even when something happens, have patience. And then maybe if... 10 things happen in one week that makes it non-negotiable for you. That's when you think about maybe moving out to another place. But yeah, right now, but definitely try it. It's all, I would, okay. I would consider this all positive. And then the stuff that you were concerned about, about loud sex and loud arguments and stuff, you just have to adjust, <laughs> just adjust. <laughs> now that doesn't mean adjust the way we have, meaning no sex. <laughs> But adjust to quieter. I knew that. Was, that's sex. always. Yeah. Um, yeah. To one thing also, you mentioned something about meddling with your pregnancy or parenting. Yeah. The moment you become pregnant, everyone has to say with, with with how you should raise your child or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. everyone thinks they have a say. They'll tell you. So whether it's your mom, your friend, your cousin, your coworker, they'll tell you. So it's it's just part of that. I've experienced that. I think every mom has mm-hmm. experienced that. It's really. You know, just taking a breather, how you and your husband are comfortable, but definitely take notes from your mom because obviously she's raised you and your siblings, you know. Yeah, they're more professional at this than you are. Correct. So just just allow for it. Your mom cares about you and your kid. You might disagree, but... And puta, the money. The money alone. (laughs) You're going to save a lot of money. The fucking money alone is so massive, especially when you're newlywed, where you need to save for maybe your own home down the line. Yeah, you can save for a down payment for a house. You can save for a fucking minivan or whatever you need to save for (laughs) because you're not paying for that. And then you can have another baby right away. Are you are you gonna, are you guys going to be paying for rent or any of that or that's taken care of because it's your family's place or, or yeah what? no we, she doesn't want to I pay puta do it can I call <laughs> your mom malaking bagay yon Nikki you're safe the money alone is fucking huge Tita yeah it's so I big. heard you're looking for a roommate and an apo I mean you think about that that's you're talking about a brand new car every year for free yeah. <laughs> you know you're talking there are ways yeah. to spin this to make this the best situation in fact to even label you as lucky yeah look talk to your yeah. husband say when our kid becomes around three or four years old he's he or she's he or she's gonna need his own space right so ideally within three to four years we have our own home yeah. like our startup family home we right. can save a down payment for down payment for that by living with yeah. my family or it doesn't even have to be my family. It could be your family if you like, but yeah. you know, my family's right here. They have four bedrooms, uh, yeah. one for me, one for our kid. And then they still have a spare one. Uh, you know, yeah. so yeah, no, it, this is plus plus super plus. Okay. okay? You're going to be fine. Right, we'll, You're going to be fine. We'll you have a good non-problem <laughs> and you have everything. You have everything you need to make this successful, which is a strong foundation with your parents. Once you have that man, all this shit, It'll work out. 
And then your All kid right. is going to be super loving and lumbe. And the more love that your kid experiences. Don't even. Oh my God. Yeah, don't, don't let them not have that experience. Yeah, yeah, too. Let, let, you owe that okay, to your yeah. parents. Let them have that. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Congrats, Nikki. Congratulations. Thank you. I hope this marriage works out. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you keep pointing that out? (laughs) I'm just fucking with you. I'm just fucking with you. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy it. Thanks for the call. And man, keep us updated. Send us photos on Instagram of the kid and and everything. And, you know, maybe if we make our way out to Virginia, we'll we'll visit you guys as a couple. Did you shortlist names already? For your baby? Uh, for your no, not, yet. not, not yet. We're, we're still unsure, yeah. Okay. We're waiting for the gender. Amsterdam's good, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, love. Have All a good right. one. Congrats. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Chopper, for being here for that one. Any parent call or lack of sex in marriage call, you're here, okay? I knew that. I knew that <laughs> was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines and Lee Jeans. Recorded at the Kumu Podcast Studios. 35, 40, 45. Does your current compensation package start with any of these figures? If not, well, it's time to move out. Stellar Philippines is currently looking for communication assistance to assist hard-of-hearing individuals in communicating through phone. No sales, no customer interaction, no experience needed. For more details, check out Stellar Philippines on Facebook. Don't forget to hit the like button to be updated. Hey everyone, Mo here. You know, one of the more common questions I get on the radio, on social media, and even here on the podcast are people asking me, what's the big TV series I'm watching right now? Can I recommend a new one that everybody's going to go crazy about? But the question you guys fail to ask me is, what do I watch my series on? Well, here's the answer. I check it out on a Sharp Akos 4K Android TV. You can watch your favorite movies and series in full HD, and it has a built-in Netflix app. You can connect and command your TV easily via Google Assistant and Chromecast features. Sharp Akos 4K Android TV is your all-in-one entertainment partner. Sharp, be original. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines and Lee Jeans. Recorded at the Kumu Podcast Studios. All right, before we take our next call from Franco, who is 28th in Makati, uh, he sent me a message and he said that he was a really big fan of the radio show and a fan of the radio show from way back. Like, we're talking Mojo Grace Chopper days. And because he said that, I thought, well, shit, let's bring Chopper on the show. I thought maybe he would kind of get a kick out of that. So Chopper is here, just or downstairs. I can just drag you up here <laughs> and say, hey, you know, co-host with me every now and then. It wasn't and, much of a drag, but yes. Yeah, yeah. So I, I thought, you know, this might be a good time to bring you on because this guy said he's been a listener from the old days when you were there. Uh, his name again is Franco. He's 28 and he's in Makati. Let's talk to him right now. Hey, Franco, thanks for being here, man. Next call. Hello. Wow. This is really happening. Happening, huh? Yes. Hi, <laughs> and Franco. Hello, Chopper. 
Yeah, it's really Hello, happening, and, 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 and it only took your life to go to shit for you to get here, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. I'll fuck it with you. I really don't mind, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So, so Franco, uh, again, you sent me a message. You said you listened to the show, I mean, the radio yeah. show from, from way back, so I thought maybe you'd get a yeah, kick yeah. that I'll dry chopper here, and I don't know, maybe get uh, two birds with one stone type of thing. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really, I'm surprised that you guys are really, I'm, I'm talking to you right now because, you know, I'm a big fan of you. Thanks. And then, <clears throat> yeah, from way, way back since I was in college, I somehow knew you, but of course you don't know me, but it, it's kind of like a one-way best friend Really? Oh, Should yeah. I say that? Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, you can't. Yeah, you know what's nice? And I, I hate to repeat mm-hmm. stuff like this because I always get uncomfortable complimenting myself. I know that yeah, sounds yeah. weird mm-hmm. because I'm so loud. <laughs> and I mean, the, the, the intro to the show says <laughs> Philippine genius, which I know is sarcastic. And I hope none of you guys take that seriously. But when people no, do no, no. say that, when people go, oh, it's like I learned life from you or I got, yes, through, exactly. I got through college from some of your lessons. I have to yes. tell you, as, as as awkward as that is for me to repeat on air now, and I apologize for that, those mm-hmm. are some of the best compliments I get. In fact, probably the very best compliment I ever get because <laughs> while, while this is a job and I treat it as a job, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to know that people spent X amount of years listening, whether they agree or disagree with the stuff <laughs> that I say, the fact that you guys invest that amount yeah. of time and for you to say, oh, yeah, I was yeah. you're kind of like a friend that I never had type of shit. I know it's cheesy, yeah, but exactly. it's so complimentary. Mm-hmm. No, and, and I really appreciate and it. And I can relate to that because I was a listener before a co-host for a while. And mm-hmm. I, like what Mo said, whether you agree or disagree on whatever they're talking about, I mm-hmm. still keep listening. And there's always something to take home exactly. and think about or laugh about or yeah. be mm-hmm. upset about yeah, or annoyed. Yeah. But mostly really, mm-hmm. you know, for, for me <clears throat> in my experience was laughing out loud aloud because to me mo really made me laugh a lot like he he, he was <laughs> he was really he still is one of the funniest persons i know but this podcast yeah, yeah, is definitely exactly. a much more different platform than his radio show and i think when we mm-hmm. when what the times that i i get to co-host with him or join in and i hear what mm-hmm. people call in, whether it's love, sex, parenting, sports, whatnot. Yeah. It, it's really a variety. But I, I also, as a listener and as a co-host, love hearing these stories because I myself learn a lot from other yeah, people's exactly. opinions and experiences. So what's your exactly. problem today, Franco? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I message more on this because, you know, here in the Philippines, like you really can't say anything or you can't, you can't speak out. Like with you, you, you can't speak out because you know it's a, it's a like you can, yeah, it's it's a diplomatic country. You can express whatever you want, but of yeah. course, yes, you kind of get looked down upon sometimes every, when you're frank. Yeah, but when when someone says I, this guy, what is he like, or this girl, and you go, well, they're very frank with their opinion. That becomes satan negative. That's a negative quality. While in other countries, that's a positive it's quality just a because quality. you're yep. speaking the truth, how you feel, you're being honest. Yeah. What, yeah. What, what's different... All, mm-hmm. Sorry, what's mm-hmm. different about being frank in terms of what's positive and negative is whether you're tactless or not. That's really... Exactly. That's negative mm-hmm. all around. So being honest yeah. about how you feel, being opinionated is okay. It's, it doesn't have to be negative. It's when you're tactless, it's when you're offensive, mm-hmm. it's when you're tone deaf, it's yeah. when things like that happen, that's when you become... 
Well, you mm-hmm. you've earned Spot being on. an irrit, you know, being labeled as an irritating person. Because there's the tone, there's the timing, there's the right yes, time yes. and place, right? Every it, every other details, yeah. So how is this related to your problem? Like, what what's going on? Oh yeah, uh, the reason why I called you, I messaged you because I you know I know that I, you can help me, and I can't really tell that to my parents, to my you know to my friends, because they might you know somehow think of me like ill or yeah, you know. To, sure. to cut the long story short, they might, you know, they might say something about me. So okay. I'm, I'm asking your help or yep. I'm, I'm asking you, you know. Fire away. Being, quote unquote, emasculated, is it really a big one? Or here in the Philippines, um, you know, but when you're in a relationship, it always, some, you, uh, when it comes to relationship, um, sometimes, you know, guys are always in charge. And well, historically, guys are in charge, yeah, and, and I'm assuming this is a girlfriend, yeah. right? Not, not. I, I just want to make sure because these days you have to. You yeah, have to she's find my girlfriend. Okay, girlfriend. Yeah, okay. And how girlfriend. long have you guys been together? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, medyo means we're like almost ten months this coming April. Okay, okay. and you but already you know, and you already feel emasculated in a sense. Yes. Well, yes, but um, just to I don't know, just to give you a background, or she loves me like no questions. I love her, no questions. But the point is, it's it's like I'm being how how do you say this? I let her control, or I, I make her, I make it to the point that she decides for our relationship or something. But, but you do this on purpose because if not, you guys are going to fight, or you do this because no, she's really. brilliant it's, it's, and she's. Because oh, the thing is, when yeah. it comes to allowing somebody to take control, it, it would be best if you allow them because they're amazing and they're brilliant, like. If they exactly uh, if they uh, are an expert at more things or they're more educated mm-hmm, than you in certain things, yeah. by all means, give them mm-hmm. the keys to the vehicle and have them drive the relationship, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. But if it's yes, yes. if it's they take control because that's the kind of personality type they have. They're overbearing. You feel like you're under them, or you feel like you're an employee. You know that oh, kind yeah. of. Uh, uh scared style of, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. oh, gosh, am I saying this? But that you're uncomfortable because <laughs> they, you, you're you. uncomfortable because they're dominant. That's a problem. Yes, yes. So but what are it's, you? It's, it's, she's, she is very brilliant. She's, you know, one of the officers of a known BPI, but not, not that big. But I'm just saying that she's really um, amazing. She, she is very confident. And to me, I think that is my problem because I'm very, I'm a very submissive guy. And I really want her to be happy. I, I, I want to give her everything I, she wants. There's no problem relationship-wise, but it's just that I really felt, I really feel emasculated. And sometimes, or most of the time, because of that, because I am feeling emasculated, I, I got to a problem na, um, just two months ago. I feel like I'm having delayed ejaculations or sometimes... You can't even... Yeah, it affects you sexually. Right. Oh, wow. Right. right. Well, and, and yeah. Again, that's, that's kind yeah. of normal when you feel, for the lack of a better term, worthless. You will see mm-hmm. you know, things like your testosterone level levels even go, go down. down. And at that point, yeah. your penis mm-hmm. gets smaller and you get fatter. And you like, no, sincerely, <laughs> yeah. it's really kind of... There's a science yeah. to it. it. It's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's really exactly. kind of unfortunate when you can't be who you are. Now, okay, so I just yes. came back from a basketball game, right? And mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if I use the basketball analogy, I don't know if you're a basketball fan, but maybe other people might kind of yeah. uh, relate to this. So... Yes, yes, go. Even if you've got a great player, 
And let's say she is mm-hmm. this. She's brilliant and all of that stuff. If you mm-hmm. don't allow the other team, your other teammates to have roles on the team, you will lose. Okay. And you will lose badly. Uh, it doesn't okay. matter how great your star player is. Now, there are maybe exceptions to the rule, like you're James Harden and all of that. Mm-hmm. But guess mm-hmm. what? James has never won a championship. He, in, in the biggest moments, mm-hmm. in the biggest playoff games, he actually disappears and the team crumbles. Because if your yeah. role players... And that's the people who maybe are not as dominant, are not allowed to mm-hmm. exercise their role or to show their strength, then your relationship yeah. will fail. And your the games you lose are gonna be the different challenges you have in the relationship. If this is the analogy I'm gonna go with, right? Ultimately, yeah. if you lose enough games, people start getting mm-hmm. frustrated, the team starts breaking yeah. apart, the season is lost. They're getting upset with each other, blaming, and you'll never win. Yeah, they're gonna okay? blame each other. So If she is Mm -hmm. as brilliant, let's say she's the MVP, if you don't surround, if she doesn't allow you to have a role, Mm -hmm. even if it's Mm -hmm. not the dominant star role, if you're then that, yes, your dick's not going to work. Ten months Mm -hmm. in uh, to this relationship, you're already having this problem. Wait till you (laughs) get to five years in. Wait till you get to two years in. I don't think Franco established that she is not allowing him I think what Franco has established is he's so giving and he's so submissive <clears throat> that, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Well, well, what I'm, this is, and this is what I'm saying though, babe, is they're 10 months. So all of these <clears throat> adjectives, <clears throat> she's brilliant, she's amazing, I want to <clears throat> give her this, I want to give her that. That's what 10-month-old relationships sound like. I know, but when, I'm, but, <clears throat> but, but he's, and that what he's doing also is what, a beginning of a relationship sounds like I'm giving everything to my girl. Two years later, I'm gonna regret everything because I gave her the the you know the the wheel to drive, Whoa. and now I can't yeah. get it back. I, no, but, he, but you don't have to. You don't have to get it back. That's Again, what I'm saying. It's she, early. Panga. It's not the girl's not taking it away from him. He's well. We just don't know give, that yet. And, well, that, and I think that's what we need to ask, uh, mm-hmm. Franco. Here. <laughs> Franco, is yeah, she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Willing is she, is she dominant or is she willing to let you do things? Because what I what I worry mm-hmm. is if your penis isn't working, right? And that's so related to what okay. you feel inside. Okay, so you can you can go. I love her. She's great. She's fucking amazing. She's yeah, fucking yeah. brilliant. But deep down uh-huh. inside, there's resentment. And your dick's not working mm-hmm. because you ha- your there's your anxieties kicking in because you cannot be who you are. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess, um, sort of, kind of, or maybe, maybe I really love her so much. Well, you know, ten months in in a relationship is not that. You know, it's 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 kind of quick. No, but is she controlling to my other. Is she controlling? Mm-hmm. Like, is is she like? Do you no, feel? Do you no, feel under? Do you feel under? Under kaba? No, no, not really. It's it's. I I think it's it's. Sobrang mapagbigay uh, The problem is me. Yeah, yeah, and somehow I hate that because you know. Um, in all fairness uh, to her, is she 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 wants me to do my stuff and I let her do my stuff. But when it comes to she she wants something, I let her. I I try to make her um give give her everything that she wants. But when in times that she'll ask me what I want, it's my my uh, my, def- my default response is what do you want? You right, know? right. Before yeah. So I want to ask Chopper, how do you? How do you make Mo be like be himself, or Mo? How do you, how do you, how are you going to be yourself 
um, kahit na nandiyan si, you know, Chopper, which is a great girl. And, you know, she's well, doing well, fine. She's doing great. In her, right. Well, yeah. well, well, Chopper is a stronger personality than I am. So she mm-hmm. takes the lead. Yeah. In my opinion, she takes the lead in a lot of things that we do. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. There are times mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that I feel emasculate. Because the, the, the word emasculate, what you're using, is depriving mm-hmm. a guy from his ability to be a guy. Okay? So I okay. don't think yeah. in your case she's it's emasculating because she's not removing that from you. You're removing okay. it from okay. you. You're depriving yourself. You're emasculating oh, yourself. Okay? okay? Mm-hmm. So... Okay. I, I think what I, I try know. to do in our relationship, and I've accepted that I am not the mm-hmm. alpha of this dynamic, and I think Chopper mm-hmm, is. Mm-hmm. Um, I just mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. least try to, on the things that I'm really good at, That's, I try yeah. to show mm-hmm. that as much as possible and let that be something that's respected, something that's okay. acknowledged. Like that's like, his corner, mm-hmm. you know. Like he he, that that's his thing. I have no expertise. I have no say, and sometimes I still try to have a say. Um, but on the other end too, right? Women, no mm-hmm. matter how strong of a personality they are, like myself, I yeah. do, I ha- I mm-hmm. I was raised like this. The women in my family okay. have very strong personalities. And my father is German who took every opinion that I had and encouraged it. So mm-hmm. it's hard for me to change and take a step back from that and then adjust yeah. and give more room for Mo, who is, you know, he, he's not a weak personality at all. He's, he has mm-hmm. a strong personality, but he has more of the mm-hmm. judgment call or he can adjust more maybe through work and family or how he's raised on how how many times he'll mm. take a step back or how many steps mm-hmm. back he has to take so that we won't clash. Mm. Because we do argue and we will get to that point and it will get to that point where he has to tell me, you're talking to me like your employee. I'm your employee. Yeah. Oh. And then it's me like, yeah. no, I'm not. But in my head is, yeah, I am. <laughs> but I, I'm still not. You know, it is, it's life. It, it happens. But, you know, it, it, I think... For someone still who has a strong personality like me, mm-hmm. I'm speaking for myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there are other women out there, but maybe because I would. Of see course, some, there are. There's there are. There are other, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. No, I'm like I'm leading into a point. We still want the guys to take charge on certain things, a lot of things still, right? But the problem is that I never mm-hmm. say that. I never go mo. I really want you to be the man for this. I want you to do this and stuff because I feel like sometimes mm, okay. I feel like if I say that, baka lalong may emasculate or whatnot, right? Like, sana okay, you take okay. initiative. No, yeah, I, 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 so here's oh, the, I'm being honest. Right, right. That's and, how and, I feel. Right, and here's... That, that's what I think and that's what I don't say. And I think some... Mm-hmm. I, just as advice to Franco, don't try to always give everything because at every okay. point... It may not be in all aspects of her life. There are maybe like with your mm-hmm. girlfriend's mm-hmm. life, like I don't know what she's into, maybe fashion or whatever. You don't touch that. That's her. Like you don't okay. tell her. It's an example. I don't know your girlfriend. Or whatever. You don't go with, nah, I don't think you should wear it. 
yung masculinity right, but, but mo. But it's, 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 you see, mm-hmm. that that's an emasculating quality as an example already. You cannot disagree with her when mm-hmm. she's talking about something she likes. Like, that's not... No, th- th- no, 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 no. That's not what I said. I, I, my specific example is you cannot tell her don't wear that. But now, mm-hmm. if, you're, if your girlfriend asks you for your opinion and say, what do you think about this? Uh, I think it's too colorful. Mas bagay sa'yo walang makeup or whatever. She'll take it to point. She'll consider it. Not necessarily she'll do it, right? But don't feel emasculated yeah. if she doesn't take your opinion. But she listened to you. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's room. If, if I may, just so we can, I guess, get different perspective here. Here's the thing yeah. about what Chopper is saying regarding we want you to still be the man and all of mm-hmm. that. Here's the God honest truth. And I'm pretty confident most guys who are in a situation where they're in a relationship with a very dominant female feel this way. Mm-hmm. When you exert your influence in every aspect and in every decision, we lose confidence in our ability to then take control when you want us to. So you say, I don't want to tell you when to do it because it's further emasculating. No, in fact, I'm starving for mm-hmm. you to tell me when, it's, when, I, when I am now finally allowed to be a man. Because what happens is when you dominate the entire situation, whether you're a guy or you're a girl, the person loses all confidence in their ability to have an opinion or have a decision mm-hmm. and then become confused when to do it, when to exert, when not to exert. I can't now just guess when I'm supposed to be a man, quote-unquote, and when I'm supposed to be submissive mm-hmm. like you are or take whatever shit you want to throw at me, right? I don't know anymore. And then that mm-hmm. feeling, <clears throat> excuse me, that feeling takes over physically. Then I start getting anxiety because yeah. I don't know when I'm allowed to be me. Yes, yeah, and yeah. then yeah. my dick doesn't yeah. start working anymore, in, in, like in your yeah. case. <laughs> or I don't know when I can ask for sex anymore because you're the boss. So it, it becomes yeah. like yeah. in traditional moments where you want a guy, <clears throat> sorry, I still have a cough. In traditional moments mm-hmm. where you want a guy to be a guy and take control, well, you understand, six days, 23 hours, 59 minutes of the entire week, you're in control. So if you're going to give me my minute, I can't guess when that minute's going to be. And I cannot be mm-hmm. what you want me to be when I'm not even allowed to share, and this goes back to the, the, the basketball reference, a role. Yeah, but he's not being disallowed. Okay. I know, That's the I'm issue here. So me. it's it's more. <laughs> I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I'm talking about when you said we want guys. I'm only refer- referencing what you said. Yeah, yeah. When we I'm, want I'm guys, to go back and take, <clears throat> bring bring it back to right, right. Point. But no, but see, I know you're gonna do that, but I, I have to say it because you were allowed to say that, mm-hmm. and now I'm allowed to say this. When you guys, when you girls who are dominant out there, blah, 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 when you want the guy to take control, that when because that's what you really want, you don't understand that you don't invite us to do it. You want us to do it uninvited. And <clears throat> because we are so under you throughout the week, throughout the month, throughout the day, we don't know when those opportunities exist because you're overbearing. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. But the yeah. opportunities are always there. No, 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 no. You can't say that because just, I'm talking about not, the male perspective. It, it, it depends, uh-huh. right? Every woman has a male like vision or... Whoever they grew up with, na na guy sa bahay, yun yung parang naging yun yung role model nila, right? Yung fathers, yung brothers, yung titos nila, or whoever yung close sa kanila, right? So, yung idea ko of what the man of the house 
is or normal I'm but I'm also modern like hindi ko naman expected yon is not mo meaning I grew up with my dad and my brother taking charge fixing the garden doing this doing that mo is such mo is an introvert now I don't expect him to do that but will it make me happy every now and then to see oh look at that you know he's he's doing it right so I don't expect that from him. With you, I don't think I don't you're my balance then. I don't think you're I don't think naman every woman expects everything out of the guy, right? You're not being yeah, you're good. not your your girlfriend is not telling you or not emasculating you or not stopping you from being you from being the man that you are. Yeah. Now yeah, it's yeah. just mm-hmm. finding because you're so giving, inject every little bit of yourself here and there to the relationship right granted okay. it's 10 okay. months it feels like courtship i have to be nice i have to give everything but you know if you're too nice in the first year or two you'll be year three year four that's when the real you comes out and then you guys might or may or may not be happy you don't know so just you know like what are you yeah, really also, good at where do you excel like where 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 do you want to show her that? I know guys want to yeah. show the women their women like when when they're doing something good, right? It's like innate to them. I, I gotta show yeah. my woman I'm good at basketball or I'm mm-hmm. good in radio or I'm good at this. It, it is it, mm-hmm. I think that's how guys right, are. Right, right. But 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 I think what's being missed here, mm-hmm. and this has become a debate mm-hmm. more than it is help, Franco. <laughs> is is that and this is God honest truth, man. When you are emasculated and you feel like you're mm-hmm. emasculated, you feel like you're in a hostage situation where every little thing you do can get you killed. And you are not there yet. I know, Franco. but he's not there. Yeah, Hold exactly. On. Again, no. this, is the, the, this is that dominant personality we're talking about. You have to let me because I let you. When you yes. are get to a point, and you can, in mm-hmm. two years, three years, four years, five years, you might get to a point where because she was so dominant and she established her dominance for so many years, even if she makes wrong decisions, mm-hmm. you have to fucking deal with it. And you will then get to a point where you're terrified to... Yeah. You become walking on eggshells kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And the problem mm-hmm. is it will take a toll on your body and let's then back move back to where you are noticing you have ejaculation issues. And then that's gonna, yeah, you know, that yeah. from there it will snowball into other things because the p- <laughs> not being able to be you, while yeah. on the outside looks quiet and fine, mm-hmm. on the inside mm-hmm. your body's exploding. Yeah. Okay. okay but and the big, the big, the yeah, big yeah. thing here though is no, it's only him that's not allowing himself to be him. And, right. and, and I, we, I have established that I'm talking about the future. The reason why we talk about the future here, Franco, because if you don't fix the present, the future has a very likelihood of happening. So in the future, you will have mm-hmm. massive problems if you are not able to, let's go back to the basketball reference because I think this is a really good analogy. Mm-hmm. If you don't establish Bruce. your role early mm-hmm. on and, and the team, the relationship or the team is successful with its star player, your girlfriend, and a solid role player, you, then you guys can actually beat the odds, the challenges, the the Golden State Warriors, which could mean 
some, you know, some, oh, she went out on a date on another guy. That's a huge challenge. That's going up against Golden State. How are we going to beat them? Because I'm able to establish my feelings. I'm able to tell you directly what I want, what I like, and what I'm good at. If you're not able to do that in the succeeding years, Mm -hmm. you will also find your body start to break down, not just your dick. Yeah. Starts with your dick because that's like fucking important. Mm -hmm. But... After that, you start, you're, you're going to start getting anxiety. After that, you're not going to sleep well. After that, you're going to want to spend more time alone. After that, you're going to start wander. Your mind wanders around and, and you start zoning out. Like all of these things are going to happen because you have lost yeah. your ability to be Franco. And, and the sad fact you know, is no one's you, even mm-hmm. stopping you from being Franco, right? It's just yourself at this point. Mm-hmm. So, which is... You know, I say sad, but really it's a good thing because we've had callers on the show where it's way worse, right? So now, like, going back to Uh what I wanted to ask you or what I was trying to ask you earlier was, where do you think can you inject more of yourself in this relationship and gain back that, you know, that masculinity that you dropped somewhere and pick it up, you know? You know, actually, I have been asking her, like, you still need me? And, of course, she needs me. And uh, it somehow, of course, you you have to ask specifically what what kind of, you know, need. Because if you tell her na, na if you really need me, yes, she needs you. But it's it's very generic or it's very gen- gen- general. And then if, if, if you want me to specify what is that need, that's, if you're going to ask me what is that, I really don't know. But you know, I guess we need um, more concrete examples. How about this? Let's let's interview you. How many relationships have you been in? Yeah. How many girlfriends have you? How many girlfriends have you had? I had, huh, three. Okay, she's my fourth. And and in the three, did you have the same problem? Wherein you you were not able to establish yourself, and then physically you started to actually see the the negative effects of this. Hmm. Um, I have to say that the first two were just, you know, high school girlfriends. So okay, so one serious. One. I can just, uh, yeah, one serious, and that's a year, uh, two years ago. It's really same issue. Uh, there was really a bad uh, relationship. Why? Like, Why I was it bad? I gave her gifts. Okay. I gave her gifts like six thousand for just, you know, makeups, and I just gave her gifts like I don't have money. But, and then okay, and then, know, okay, I but what made it myself. bad? Did she did she become spoiled and then? Treated you she did. like shit. Okay, yeah. Well, that's gonna happen yeah, again. And then, <laughs> see, and but see, the thing is, when happened. you spoil her, it's not again uh, just about yeah. you. It now becomes about her yeah. and her nastiness yeah, think, yeah. towards you that you created because you made a monster. So, um, yeah. So you can control this. You can fix this. Okay. It just yes. You you also mentioned earlier she's mm-hmm. so confident. She's great. She's she this is, and that. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe you're might be might trying to balance that out by giving a lot of good stuff, which is great. But you're losing mm-hmm. yourself there. You're giving too much. You're gifting. You're asking her, "Do you yeah. need me? Do you want me?" Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. The yeah. Mm-hmm. try not to do that. I'm still trying to think. Okay. Of Franco, Franco, you, Franco, what you, can you do. know what I worry is, yes, is yes. Mm-hmm. and this is not a sex thing, but your dick's not working. Mm-hmm. That that that's a mm-hmm. that's a huge red flag alarm for me because and, <laughs> yeah. and it's not because it's your dick. Like if you started to bleed from the yeah, ears, yeah, yeah. 
then I would be just yes, as concerned. Yes. Yeah. When it starts to manifest you know what? physically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wor- that's where I worry. You know, Mo, to be honest with you, the things that you said, Kanina, it's like you want to get alone, you can't sleep. I somehow kind of really experiencing it right now. It's because you're yeah. not being allowed to be you. And whether okay. that is you're not being allowed to you be, you to be you by you or by her. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. you're having this, these symptoms with this girl. Mm-hmm. So as much yeah. as you keep telling me she's amazing, I bet you mm-hmm. half of the problem is her. Because you did not, okay. you don't have this problem without her. You don't have this problem in maybe past relationships. You have this problem in this relationship. So there I had is problems like this last my, my past relationship. Okay, sorry, I thought I interviewed that. you about that. Okay, okay, fine. Yeah. So there yeah. is there is an element though where mm-hmm. I think it's also the person you're attracted to and the person you bring okay. you bring into your life. So okay. It, it, you know how certain girls just kind of get attracted to the same fucking asshole, and and it's because maybe <laughs> yes, growing yes, yes. up, that's the male yeah. version yeah, of that's that. what yeah. the, that's what they witness. W- yeah, so they they tend to fucking just be attracted to that kind of shitbag. So yeah, you yeah. might be attracted mm-hmm. to a certain kind of person, that's and in this type. case, yep. a female, a certain kind of female mm-hmm. who is dominant, mm-hmm. spoiled, yeah, a, mm-hmm. maybe overly smothering. And then it takes mm-hmm. a toll on you physically. Yeah. Okay. And okay. my advice to you, if that is the case, and it's not just mm-hmm. your fault, it's also maybe the fault of the girl mm-hmm. you're with. If, if that's mm-hmm. the case, I would, and, I, and, and this is a piece of advice I would give on this podcast maybe, you know, four years ago okay. or whatever, is don't mm-hmm. date mm-hmm. people you really like. Be, because you're attracted okay. to a certain type of person. And if I were you... Okay. I would get out of this relationship because it's only 10 months in and you're 28 and you're in the prime of your life. <laughs> I would get out of this relationship and I would date people that I'm not overly excited about. Yeah, yeah. Someone who is, but, you know, hindi, okay lang. Yung yeah. okay lang. Yung hindi naman, ay, ayoko dyan, right? It's more like you've never thought about <laughs> dating that person and that person seems nice and, you know, <laughs> tell me, Tell me about your mom and your sisters. Oh, my mom is really dominant. Like, yeah. really, really. Oh, there you go. Like, oh, um, okay. And my dad is a version of me. Right, right. And, 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 that, and that does manifest in you. Do you yeah. have sisters? Yes. I have. Same one, thing. Uh, one little sister. Same yeah, thing. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. She, yeah, tough as hell. Even though she's the bunso, but, you know, she's the princess of the family. Yeah, well, same <laughs> with our, our kids. You can tell that our daughter is yeah. a very, you know, yeah. strong personality little girl. And yeah. even though she's got a kuya, the kuya is very, very soft. And, and, and but no, I just want to ask you, Given that, that this is the problem, but I really want this to work. I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I think she is. She's uh, with with uh, um, what do you call this? Um, yes, maybe I am attracting that kind of girl. But you know, at this time, she's d- very different from the girl that I dated um, before her. I mean, yeah, like yeah, yeah. You know, of, course, of course, there are going to be differences. Yeah. There are going to be obvious differences yeah. by default because they're two different human mm-hmm. beings. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, yeah. there is a common denominator quality about them that you see very much in your with your mom. Mm-hmm. You know what I would do? Yeah. What I would do, is your is mm-hmm. your father still alive? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's, I would he's... talk to your dad. Have like a heart-to-heart, mm-hmm. man-to-man talk. Take him out, just crack open a beer and go, what made you happy about this relationship and what made you sad? And <clears throat> the okay. part that I want you to focus on is the sad part because clearly there were happy moments. They're still together. 
But there, he, yeah. I guarantee you, he will tell you that he regrets not being able to be himself. I guarantee mm-hmm. you, he will give you physical manifestation examples that you're feeling. Mm-hmm. I guarantee mm-hmm. you, there will be regret. And <clears throat> what happens is, I want you to learn from his heart-to-heart talk, whether this girl is okay. worth pursuing or not. Because he, your father might go, I shouldn't have married her. Or he's going to mm-hmm. say, I should have been more assertive in this marriage. Okay. Or he's going to say, mm-hmm. like, sorry, again, I'm losing my voice. I was screaming at the basketball court. Um, <clears throat> Or he's going to say, I would have changed this so we could have been happier. It doesn't mean it was a bad marriage. Okay. It could mean, he mm-hmm. might say that, but they stuck, to get, mm-hmm. they stuck together. I guarantee you, whatever he says is something you're feeling or will feel with this mm-hmm. girl. And if that's okay with you, okay. if it's worth it, if yep. it's worth it for you, then by all means, try to make it work mm-hmm. with this girl. I, I, do, I don't like it yeah. that at 10 months, mm-hmm. yeah, there are physical effects of it. I don't like that. How I, if old I are you, Franco? 28. Yeah, and I think uh, I think mm. I agree with Mo there. I think mm-hmm. if you can date other women that are not your type, like yeah. your first go-to, you're attracted yeah. right away, like extremely. Mm-hmm. I really want this girl. Try to do yeah. that. If if that was an advice that I heard, that I that I heard from Mo or whoever when I was in my mm-hmm. early twenties or late teens, I would totally take mm-hmm. that advice. It's it's such a sound advice because we're so blinded when we mm-hmm. hear from our parents that guy isn't good for you or this one's not good for you. We don't care. We're so focused. But mm-hmm. hearing the explanation as to why um, makes a lot of sense. Now also if you're gonna go down that path of continuing of dating Mm-hmm. your girlfriend, you're going to have to find mm-hmm. some outlet to be you, right? Because okay. Okay. Yeah. if you can't be you and force yourself to be you around her or be more, whether it's be more assertive or be less accommodating, mm-hmm. not in a negative way, but more just, you know, yeah. hey, maybe we can eat at this restaurant tonight as opposed to where do you want to eat? You know, little things that kind of make I you see, feel like, yeah. you know, like what do you want to do this Valentine's Day? Maybe mm-hmm. you want to plan that and go. I have an idea for Valentine's. Oh, yeah, let yeah. me like let me let me do that. Let you know whatever it is that. Okay. Yeah. Marie Kondo says sparks joy for you as a man. You know. Do you yeah. initiate sex or or do you just wait for her to do it? Because you, again, <laughs> not to go back to your dick, but your dick's um, not working. So I mean, I'm not sure I, 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 if you even confident enough. I do. Enough. I do initiate it. Uh-huh. I do. I do initiate it. And then I do. And That's then, good. When right? when you initiate, do you find your penis? Mm-hmm broken then or do you only find it broken when she initiates um uh, that's very specific <laughs> yeah but, well because I, I, i'm or trying to get down, yeah i'm yeah. trying to get to like, I'm not, yeah. again again i'm not i'm not it, a psychology major or anything like that right i, I have no idea yeah, yeah. if these questions it's, are even valid they sound valid though yeah. but i know i know I it's fine like, though but when we do it the first time it's gonna be okay but you know the second round the third round before when we're doing it so I'm not sure. There's an there's a de- there's a decline. It's, it's just, I'm just worried about it because there's a decline. Shepard, this is second and third round. No, isn't he's 28, that... so you can go six and you're good. No way. Yeah, yeah. 
but maybe but she's like, does yeah. she like but, can she take mm-hmm. third round? You know what I'm saying? Well, no, she, yeah, it's his yeah. dick that's not working. It's not her problem. Like she's good. <laughs> oh, but no, yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, just saying, way, way back. I mean, for me, she's very attractive. Um, I really want her, but when then I masturbate about about her, and then, you know, at the first time, uh, first months that we're together, we're fine, completely fine. Sex is good and all. The thing is, when when it comes to you know, right now, when I when I think about her. When I when I masturbate alone, when I when I watch porn, that is really not that is really not working, no, dude. It's very frustrating. No, no, no. We are we're in this together, dude. When I'm jacking off, yeah. I probably ejaculate maybe only ten percent of the time now. It, it, it because because really? yeah, it's just mentally, it's just not there anymore. I like I, I'm just completely. But okay. he's 28. I know you're it 41. Does, it doesn't. No, I'm not for, 41. Four, I'm not 41 I mean, and like decrepit. <laughs> it, it's just it mentally, it's just not there anymore. It, I, Why? For the same reasons. It's just, it, it's just when you're not, when you come from a background mm-hmm. of, like, when I'm on the radio show and when I'm on this podcast, mm-hmm. I'm the fucking man, <laughs> right? You guys call me, look at you. You're oh, I fucking love you, man. You're looking great. You know, and, and, uh, I just took a call from Toronto just before this, you, and the girl's like, I'm glad I called. I knew you had the answer. If I jacked off right then and there, I would be able to come. Because oh in the God. moment, okay. in the <laughs> moment, I feel value. I feel on top of the world, and it's not a. It's not mm-hmm. a. I need to feed an ego. It's not an ego. It's just value, right? And when you don't have that role, and mm-hmm. you try to jack, even then, you feel like. I mean, I feel like my dick doesn't even have permission to fucking ejaculate. And and and. Okay. So I'm I'm, I'm it's ten percent of the time, maybe and and. Mm-hmm. 15 maybe like it really not much higher than that and i think again it's reestablishing who you mm-hmm. are in this relationship especially okay. before it's too late because at 10 yeah. months you are in a you're in a window here where you can mm-hmm. get a rhythm going and then a yeah. respect yeah. level going and then that respect level okay. carries on for, for x amount of years mm-hmm. once you close this window and you're mm-hmm. not being respected for who you are, then mm-hmm. you're going to have a shitload of problems. And I think this is where, again, the conversation with your father <clears throat> is yeah. valuable. Yeah. Okay. Because then you can mm-hmm. interview somebody who's been in the situation and how they were able to cope for 25, 30, 35 years. But I, ha- I got to admit, bro, um, she somehow fixed my life. Like she, she fixed my finances. She somehow fixed. Oh, I, I, well, I, listen. You know. It doesn't mean it's a bad relationship. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's bad. It doesn't mean like she's a bad human it, being. She, I'm sure okay, she's great. Okay. You're, you, you sound yeah. very smitten by her, and she sounds great. Yeah. She sounds like she's that's, done that's positive awesome. things for you, right? But the yeah, problem yeah. is, there's mm-hmm. something that's that's you know making you not ejaculate or get your dick hard or whatever it is in the relationship that's exactly. affecting you and I, yeah. I think what we're try- we're establishing here or what we're trying to figure out is how do we stop that from happening um, okay. so my okay. suggestion okay. is find outlets for you to increase your testosterone mm-hmm. level um, because I okay. think I'm not a doctor but I think those mm-hmm. are related some way somehow um, but I don't know you personally <laughs> okay. so I don't know what yeah. you know like for Mo, if he's on the radio show, his testosterone level is 
skyrocket when he's cooking in the kitchen <laughs> or whatever. It's not, yeah. you know? So yeah. you got you to find that. I, I don't know, basketball okay. every weekend with your yeah. friends. Um, no, but you, it would be nice to have it in the relationship. See, that's the thing. Because if you what, don't, that's what I was he, asking. Like, how if, can he insert If you're finding there? yourself, here's the worst mm-hmm. fucking thing you can happen. You're yourself when mm-hmm. you're not with your partner. That's the only time when yourself. Okay. That's the worst place to be because you're supposed to share yourself with your partner. You have to, you should be able to shine. The best parts of you should be able to come out when you're with your partner, not with when you're with your basketball mates. Okay, that's not when it's supposed to be. Okay, there, right. So you have a window, okay, Franco, mm-hmm. to do that because you want this to work out. Okay, well, let's work it out. You have a window mm-hmm. to establish yourself. Mm-hmm. I would get as much yeah. adv- adv- advice as possible, not just from us, but from people who <laughs> live that life, again, i.e. your father, and, mm-hmm. and, and make some kind of plan on how you're, you know, talk to your girlfriend and say, hey, listen, okay. I feel kind of, you know, and this is not entirely your fault, it's probably more my fault than it is your fault, but I feel like I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not being able to be the best kind of me or the best version of me. About the, mm-hmm. it, what's the hashtag on Instagram? Live your best life, or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> you know, if you're not yeah. able to do that, you're not able to give this relationship the best possible chance. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. you know, again, this is or running a little long. And, and let, sorry, yeah, yeah. Google, shortcut one. Yeah, I was I was just about saying for or a shortcut. I'm just gonna let her um, listen to this. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Please let her listen. Because we, ne- yeah, we didn't like, insult her. We didn't call her a bad person. Yes, In fact, exactly. at, the entire time, you've just been complimenting her. And that's, that's great. Yeah. It's, it's just at some point, though, yeah. she needs to understand that <clears throat> the relationship will be best for her. She will benefit yes. even more from you if she allows you to be you. If she allows you to be uh, you, you guys yeah. are going to be the best version of a relationship with, this, with these two people mm-hmm. that, that it can never be. Now, you guys might be okay. great now, but why mm-hmm, stop mm-hmm. at that? Be even mm-hmm, better mm-hmm. if you're allowed to yes. be who you are. Okay? Yes. All right. Yes, I understand. All right. All we right. got to get out of here. This is fucking 45 minutes. It's the longest call of the season. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, yep. Thank you so much, Chopper. Yeah, you no, made, well, keep us uh, updated. You, you guys we, made my day. We'd like to yeah, hear back yeah, I would, and I would. see... What happens six months down the line? And I apologize for the first twenty minutes yes. when we we did not allow you no. to speak. Um, but no, nah, it's fine. It's fine. I really, I, I really love it. I mean, I, I, I get this. I think that this is what uh, from what I'm saying, Kanina. It's it's really a bonus where I can hear the perspective of a girl. Yes, and that's where yes. supper comes in. And totally. Really, no, I agree. I really appreciate that. Appreciate that. No, I, and, and, I, I, and, I, and I absolutely agree with you on that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and thank you so much, Mo. I think from since when I was in college, you somehow are the answer to my questions, and you made me somehow feel normal as a kid. And fuck uh, I don't you. know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you know me, you, did you know that I, I kind of or I, I auditioned to um, a junior job before because I really want to be a DJ. And I talked to you way, way back, and you told me that if if I if I'm going to be a DJ, I have to have a face and blah blah blah. I have to. And guess what? I auditioned and I didn't. <laughs> I didn't get in. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I wish I was the part yeah, of the decision. Okay. Oh my gosh, I thought I, I nah. was hoping like, but today I'm the DJ now. You know, kind of. No, I, I, I thought. I, I, are you a DJ now? I, I became a campus DJ when I was in college because awesome. you, oh, I, I, got a, I got a, I got a, yeah, I got a time slots like four, 
three to four hours. Nice. You know, talking to yeah. And What's that's cool? It. What's cool? Yeah, um, Lasa. Lasa, okay. Wow, great. Yeah, yeah no, Lasa, Lasa. fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I, re- I really I do appreciate this more. I mean, yeah, I really don't know who to talk to. I really don't know who to, where to go, but you know, somehow you guys answered my um, questions. Like, talk no, to your uh, father. Yeah. yeah, talk to your dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wish, I, I, yeah, I yeah. think if, if you All can right. have that conversation Interview with the man that you are. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. most yes. resemble, right? And yes. and see yeah. if he yeah. was able to be happy or if he was fucking miserable. Mm-hmm. And, and and again, it, it's, yeah. you have to invite mm-hmm. him and say, Dad, I want you to be honest with me. Was it miserable? Mm-hmm. Was it hard? Was okay. Were you unhappy? Okay. Did your dick not work? You know, I mean, like, really, just okay. fucking write all, all of it out on the table. He'll give you the best advice. Well, well, I mean, way, way better than, than what we can. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yep. Well, thank you, Mo. Yeah. All right, buddy. Really, really appreciate this. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Have All a right. good one. Have a good All one. Right. All right. Yeah. Bye, bye, Franco. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. <sighs> My voice. I just came from a. Uh, what's sorry? What? Yeah, I just came from a basketball game where uh, it was a tough game. So man, screaming the entire time, and fortunately, we lost. Uh, we did win the championship though last weekend, so this is a preseason game for the next season. So it doesn't go, you know, doesn't count uh, against the uh, the record. Yeah. But still, ugh. I gotta, I gotta be quiet more. <laughs> um, it is time to take a break. That was the longest call of the season. Was it really? Yes, by far, by a lot. Are there any more female callers? Of course. Are there, pr- the majority this, of our calls are For female. the past, the, oh yeah, the yeah. majority has yeah. been female. By far, by far. I, I mean, 70, 30 females, maybe? Really? Yeah, 60, 40. C- certainly, I, let's go 65, 35. Who females. has the, like, the biggest problems? Girls. The girls still. Like, yeah. I mean, the, I don't know if they one, were, like, there were a lot, but not too great. The number one problem, I would say, is fuck buddy, drama. I think is is number one. Damn it! Uh, and here's here's and I was saying this on the last episode that we're getting a lot of females who are complaining that their uh, husbands or boyfriends don't have don't want to have sex as much as they want, which is really wow, nice. Very because, interesting, right? And I was like, guys, what the <laughs> fuck, man? I'm like, Jesus Christ, raise your hand if you want to have sex as much as your girlfriend does, please, right? Save the world. <laughs> Take one fucking, for the team, yeah, fucking man. Yeah, pisses me off, but. They, that, I've had five of those this season already. Wow. Um, and then a lot of, of course, a lot of cheating. Cheating is like fucking obviously. I mean, cheating is Cheating's always the number one call. Always. Should I forgive it? Should I do this? I'm currently cheating on this. It, like that's, that's oh kind of seems to be the big one. Um, threesomes, pretty popular this season. Asking for advice, like how to go about it, how to do it, or do yeah, it, or it's no longer should we. It's like okay, how? Wow! And it has really evolved from season one to now because well, the show doesn't make it evolve. It's just the people. The like, people, yeah. I know. I, I, mean, I mean, like it's not the show that's ev- making the people evolve. It's just the calls that we're getting now, maybe through it, it, time. It, it's more you can see culture. Mature. You can see culture and society change through the years. Yeah, I, I like it. What it is. Because before it's like, oh, I'm thinking about maybe talking to my girlfriend about a threesome. And now it's like, okay, I'm going to have a threesome. Yeah, or we just fucked, we just had a fucking yeah. threesome last week and it was awesome. Blah, blah, blah. And I want to do it again. But, but, but yeah. you know, it's really weird because you can say that and to a certain, to, 
I guess to a certain extent, it's true that you know we can see society change before our eyes on the show. But still, but on the I other mean, side. you you can take season one calls, and they're just some fucking the wildest things you've ever heard. Season two, like there's always going to be a call every year That's, that blows your fucking mind. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and we haven't. Sometimes had it's not that. even like a relationship call. I mean, we haven't had that yet here. There's, you know, they're funny calls so far this season. We're only, what, six episodes in. So, but there have been some funny calls. But has there been one where, what I like, like about my dad is fucking my best friend or, you know, really just. Oh, that guy from last season who he was fucking the girlfriend right, and, and then the, the mom, mom and then and got both, both of them pregnant. pregnant. Right. Yeah, that like, was. Yeah, they're, they're, those are like. Those come once a year, once a season, and if we go back to season one, it's still like I, I remember just hearing some shit there. Well, like, what oh I like about this God. season is you also now have celebrities calling in and asking for advice. So I'm like, I, I don't know. If yeah, they're they're always going to be reserved because they've got uh, they've got like a reputation to think. I think it's just a little gimmick. It's a nice little gimmick. I've got I've got compliments on this season's celebrity callers, but I mean. Honestly, are we going to hear somebody call and say, yes, my boyfriend, uh, you know, Jay Cuenca does not want to <laughs> fuck me as much as I want to fuck him. Like, I don't think it's going to be I, like I, that. Yeah. We're not going to get a call. But just just, just to hear where they kind of have similar boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife problems yeah. too. Kind of makes them more human. Sure. I mean, they are. But it's just you know, they're they're they are on a pedestal. Celebrities. So. Sure. sure. Yeah. Okay. We gotta go before my voice disappears and before the show is two hours. So let's get out of here. We will see you guys on the next episode. Speaking of celebrity callers, the chopper just brought up. We will have a celebrity caller for the next episode. I believe it's nice. Kay Abad, who has an interesting marriage issue that she's going through. I was just talking about So that's kind of cool. Yeah, All right. Cool. We got to get out of here. Thanks, Chopper, for hanging out on the uh, latter part of this. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye, everybody. Hey, everyone. I just want to say thank you for listening to today's podcast episode here at Good Times with Mo, the podcast season six. Of course, I record this in the Kumu Podcast Studios, but the Kumu exposure just doesn't end there. Check out the app. You'll find a bunch of live streaming artists. The community is powered by musicians, DJs, artists, educators, and everyday Filipinos sharing their stories around the world through their own live stream channels. You can earn money from that. You can also earn money from game shows. You can play stuff like Quiz Mojo, which is a ton of fun and can get you some serious cash. You can also win prizes like trips to Boracay or cell phones. Kumu's got it all. It's fun, it's interactive, and you can make some coin. Check out Kumu at the App Store. It's absolutely free. And we'll see you here at the Kumu Podcast Studios for our next episode. Thanks, Kumu. Thanks, everybody else. See you next time.